What's going on? Welcome to KZ1023's Community Beat, a new podcast hosted by myself, Ross Martinez. Each episode, we take a deep dive look into members of our community, the accomplishments, the trauma, the mentors, all of it. I hope this brings light to all the great things going on in our community. Yes, at times, it may be difficult to hear, and some episodes will have some spicy language, but please don't be deterred. There's so much beauty in our stories. All right, let's get to KZ's Community Beat. Thank you for listening. It's been a blessing for me to have been through a lot of the stuff that they're going through now. Mic check, mic check. What's going on? Welcome into another episode of KZ1023's Community Beat. I am your host, Ross Martinez. Welcome in. Alongside me today is Carl Holloway from the May I Outreach Program. Carl, we've been talking for a couple hours off mic. Let's just get right into it. What was your turning point in your life? No, well, you know, my, my moment uh, started in uh, after sentencing. For the second time, so my 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 youngest son is nine. He's at sentencing with me. Just gives me my time. My son goes, "Hey, Dad, I want to talk to my dad." So I'm like, "Whoa!" So my lawyer says, "Hey, can I get a couple minutes for my client with his son?" Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, take all the time you need. He's gonna go to prison anyway." So yeah, give him forty five minutes in the back. So my son's we're we're, we're chopping, and he goes, "Dad." I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Why the fuck are you yelling? Yeah. He's like, um, remember you used to take us to eat that thin spaghetti? And we liked it. I was like, thin spaghetti. Olive Garden, that was that fettuccine, Alfredo, and all that stuff. He's like, yeah, we like that. He said, Dad, remember we used to go up by Bradley and eat those long sandwiches, the subs? Uh, I I have yet to try it, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. So, so anyway, the, the long sub sandwiches. I'm like, they don't sponsor me, so I'll give you So he's like, Dad. <laughs> Yeah, Dad, so, you know, we used to go to those places because you took us to those places because we, we like going there, right? I was like, yeah. Like, yeah. He said, Dad, you like going to jail? I said, no. He says, why do you keep going back? How old is he again? Nine. My man asked the most direct, simple questions ever. So I went to the feds. I violate. I go back for a year. I get out, I get jammed up with the gun, and then I go back. So he sees the in, out, in, out, like in two, three years that I'm out. Oh, wow. Motherfucker, you just got home. You Fuck, you been home, what, 18 minutes? Yeah. And you on your way back? That's the rock bottom for me. When he's looking at it as something that's attractive to me, should it be attractive to him? So that's you coming back to how you can spot it. You spotted your own kid before you even had a chance to sprout up. Yeah, so I'm, I learned, see, God says, you know what, this nigga won't listen to me. Yeah. Let his kid talk to him. I'm going to let him tell you. Nah, man, I got a little goosebumps when you said that. That's kind of wild when you think I, about I, I'm it. I'm going to let his kid tell him. What'd you say to him back? I didn't. I cried. I walked off. Because that was it. That, what the fuck do you say? Nothing. That metaphor, that that whole logic he just dropped on me, that gem that he just dropped on me. Yeah. God said, how can I change this dude's thinking? Instill it in his kid that this some good shit that he doing. So, Dad, this must be some bomb shit you doing in the joint. Because yeah. we go eat where we like to eat. Yeah. So you got to be going somewhere you like to go. 
So let me ask this motherfucker. You like going to the joint? Yeah. No. Why the fuck you keep going back then? But at a nine young man, nine year old. Well, yeah. dad, why you keep going back? But not just nine, because you said it's a three-year stint, right? In and out, in and out, three years. No, no, no. So from the three he's, years. No, but he's watching. At this nine years of age, yeah. he's watching. Come home, stay with us a year, violate, come back. He's out two years, catch a new case, gone again. This is a three-year stunt, so three-year stint. So, he, so like six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, there it is. And he's and, seen and, this, analyzing and, and, everything. And, and, and so the devil makes evil appear fair-seeming to the naked eye. Yeah. So my son is like, oh, that's some cool shit. My dad going to the joint. Back and forth. It got to be dope. Maybe I should go. Yeah. Because it seemed like the place to be. And in that moment, that's when you're like, shit. Yeah, so then I get to the joint, and I'm laying in my cell. The lights are flickering on. And, and the joint I'm in, it's one switch. On, off. Ain't no fucking flipping it. It's nighttime. So when the when the man cut the lights off, shit. the whole flow down. Ain't no one, two, three, four, five. It's 88 units. Two-man cell. Shit. So lights cut off. Boom. So I'm sitting there like, lights flicking and shit. So, quit fucking with the lights. <laughs> Motherfucker. You sit your ass down, punk. It's a black dude. Nigga, sit down, shut the fuck on and beat your ass. And they will. I was like, yeah, you lucky, motherfucker. <laughs> lucky. <laughs> so I said, uh, I'm sitting there. I'm like, hey. I said, God, look, man. This is how we talk. Yeah. I said, God, look, man. I know this dope thing, what, what you had in mind for me. Mm -hmm. But whatever it is you want me to do, let me know and show me. I think we've all been in that moment where we felt lost. Yeah. We felt like the sheep that... Yeah, wanted a little too far. Yeah, so motherfucker, what you want me to do, man? Yeah. So, guys, I'm glad you asked. So he drops a 41-year-old illiterate millionaire in my cell from Chicago. Really? Yeah. This dude can't read or write. But he a millionaire. Yeah, don't take... How much things do you need to, to bag up and weigh dope and count money well, with a machine? What do you think about it? Okay. I mean, it's not college degree ready. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be that. So... uh Four, five, about three, four weeks goes by, and I'm I'm writing letters and he's stacking his, and I'm like, what the fuck is this doing? What's the fuck? Counting letters? What the fuck? He's got me talking to myself. What this motherfucker doing over here? He's stacking his letters. Well, he can't read them. <laughs> so he says, "Hey, bro, I need to ask you something, man." Um, he says, "Man, I see you writing your people, man, and um, you think I can pay you to help me?" You know, get my penmanship together and reading and writing and stuff like that. Because I don't do it that well. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, but you ain't got to pay me, man. So, boom. We start this, right? So, I go through process. We in transition. The lady goes, uh, how many of you all have your GED or high school diploma? No one. Why go up? Why, guys? I got an associate's. I had GED. She's like, good. You two going to be my tutors. We got to help everybody in this room get their GED. Yeah. I said, okay. You want me to serve? Yeah. That's what you want me to do. You want to start me when you start with the illiterate. And then you want me to tutor. That's a service. 
That's serving. That's cr- That's not crazy, but it's interesting how little things kind of work in motion. And you I don't think about it in the moment. I asked him to show me. I don't. I don't. I don't know what you want me to do. Is it something else I should be doing? Because I, I don't think I'm gonna do the dope thing again when I go home. I mean, you already got your son telling you like, "Yo, what's up?" Yeah. So God is like, "Hey, I'm glad you asked." Yeah. You, you got your phones away. The, all the girls, all the dopes gone. So we can chop it up now. Yeah. Okay, man. I want you to serve. Was you reluctant, or were you willing? I was willing because I asked. See, once you submit to him. Yeah. And say, hey, man, I'm lost, man. You know, you God ain't lost. People say, man, I found God. He wasn't lost, fool you was. <laughs> the hell you mean you found him? He's, you act like God wandering in as a homeless person. And, hey, God, man, I'm glad I found you, man. You ready to go get saved, too? <laughs> God's already straight. Fool, you the one lost. He waiting on you. He wait. Look, God is God. You, you see those lines up there? Yeah. Okay, so the light is where we're supposed to be, right? Of course. You and I, we start over there by those lights. And then we walk and we zigzag to the left, zigzag to the right, go back to the wall, come up and do it. And God's going, I'm waiting, man. <laughs> so you finally get there and he goes, all right, now let's work. This is where we at. This is where we at. So now I'm 55 and he's like, okay, good. That's what I got for you. You know, in the joint, uh, was it uh, 2000 and, uh, 2002? Yeah, yeah, about 20 years ago. Yeah, and he goes, okay, look, that's what I want you to do. So then I'm doing the GED thing, and, and uh, the brother that I'm helping, he pays to get my paralegal uh, class, which is a college down the street, so I'm paralegal certified as a felon. Um, legal, I'm a legal assistant. Uh, so this I, is just a quick uptake. Like, as soon as you had the conversation, then you talked to God. Because he's got it mapped. He does. Once you, he, he, he's like, yeah. dude. Just do this. Yeah. I don't, all this and going back and going to the joint and shooting and getting shot and stab wounds and all this shit. I, all I want you to do is just do this. That's all I want you just to do. Just follow the path. Just follow the path. You hear that yeah. phrase that it's a uh, man plans, guy laughs. Yeah. Or uh, life's easy, we complicate it. Yeah, we complicate it, man. Oh, this yeah. thing is easy. After you get up in the morning, after I wake you up, I got some instructions for you. Yeah. It's just that simple. Follow them. Yeah. And so different staff, I'm, I'm being respected, right? And I'm like, and they calling me, uh, hey, hey, Mr. Holloway. I'm like, oh, I'm a prisoner like everybody else. They ain't calling you 48128? No, I had 229.7. I know that <laughs> shit. So, so one day, it's about 10 of us sitting out there. I said, Mr. Holloway. I said, yes, sir. You're becoming a very distinguished gentleman around here. So the guys in my group, you know, they slow. They laugh at me. Damn, what well, fuck he called you Distinguished, do, do something. <laughs> do, do, do whatever the fuck he just called you. That shit was funny. <laughs> the fuck, you don't understand what he just said. It's something different about me. Yeah. So it just, it started coming together, man. I started learning the law, helping dudes get out of prison. Everything's coming together. Became a law library clerk. Number one in the prison, law library clerk. So oh. now it's getting serious, right? So dudes are going home. And I got my case pending, no serial number. I mean, <clears throat> no fingerprints on the weapon, uh, found on the passenger side of the gun, of, of the car. Uh, the, the, the traffic stop was, was illegal. So I'm, I'm filing all this in the court. And it's just pending, 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 pending. I'm going to get no decisions. But, I, but, but I'm, sending, I'm sending dudes home on their paperwork. 
You send them home better than yeah. when you got there. Yeah, so no, 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 no. I'm doing their paperwork legally to get oh, them early you're out. Doing the legal stuff. Oh, yeah. snap. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a law library clerk as a paralegal now. I'm certified. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm what you call a jailhouse lawyer. Uh, you know, little Johnny in this motherfucker. Yeah, little yeah. Johns. Yeah, so uh, I said, well, God, uh, hey, when are you going to let me out, man? <laughs> I mean, you know, I got some stuff in the court too, right? You know, when are you going to hook me up? God says, man, I got you. Just keep doing the work. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, another two years go by. I'm like, man, I'm doing a lot of time, man. So when they gonna answer my motion? So I got about eight days left. Inmate Holloway, need you down at Records Distribution. Records and Distribution, R&D. So I go down there, they say, hey, they, they got a problem in your, um, in your date, your out date. Mm -hmm. They gave you eight days too many. You go home today. He didn't say how soon. He said you was getting out early. He didn't say how early. God fudged the records and answered my question about getting out early because yeah. I've been praying. Yeah. But he didn't say how early. But I'm going to tell you this. You do everything he asked you to do. And boy, when he rewards you. Blessings. Oh, my God. God is good. Awesome. When you treat them right. Man. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I've been trying to get into school for two years to work in the school. Yeah. I said, man, you'll never work here. You got guns and drugs in your background. We don't want that shit in the school. When you think about it. I'm like, okay. So I started volunteering. Yeah. So I'm going in for free. Started a mentor group. My, my, my old man passed February, we buried him February 10th, 2018, right? Condolences. Yeah, thank you. He wasn't shit. So well. I started a group February 18th, eight days later. Started a mentor group for boys with absent fathers. Yeah, I was reading that in your bio. Yeah. So that's where this comes together. Boys that have absent fathers make mistakes like me. I come from an absent father home. I made poor decisions. I took a street guy as a mentor. And I've been the juvenile institutions and I've been to federal adult institutions. So here's the seriousness of this. Mm -hmm. Now I have to grab little men that are looking like me, making my old decisions yeah. and expecting different outcomes. So now I go from one kid, one adult and his son. We started out four years ago. I got 27 boys now. I see them twice a week, Monday and Wednesday at Carver Center. And all of them call me Coach Carl or Dad or Uncle. You know what I'm saying? How does that make you feel, though? Oh, man. I, I feel like I'm saving them. Yeah? I check them. I redirect them. Sometimes I have to, you know. Set them straight. Hey, come here, man. Let me holler at you for a minute. <coughs> yeah. yeah. You all right? Pop the chest. Yeah. You all right? <laughs> so what was that smart shit you said to your mom that you called her or what? Let me give you one of these gut shots. So then I bought some gloves. Uh, yeah, so I got two of them that wanna, they wanna fight. Oh, for real? Come on back here. Sell the old way. Yeah, that's good. That's old school, man. Come on, yeah. put these gloves on. Let's get it. So then I let them get it in. About a minute or two later, they done. I'm tired. <laughs> Imagine that. You still wanna fight him? No. <laughs> you gonna shoot him after a group? No. Okay, you get your phones back. So this is what I do. I lock out all of the spectators, take the two people, 
put them in a quiet room like this, mm-hmm. and, and I minimize the lights, close the blinds. Let's fight, y'all two. Yeah, let's get it. Old school style. Tired as a motherfucker. <sighs> I said one more minute. No. Gloves come right out. They're like, all right, we done. So then they go back to the gym. They're like, shit, I'm tired. Me too. Hey, we cool? All right, bet. Sometimes it all is. this shit, man. Forgot all about it. What so, so now you, you was getting ready to text your people. Yeah, pull up. Come up here with that gun with the switch on it. Yeah. Pull up. The dude in the black jacket, as soon as you come out. For some fuck punk-ass game. What do you think? Let me ask you this. Yeah. For someone that's been in life, that's seen it, that's lived throughout it all. When you ready to do the interview? Are we doing it now? Oh, it's been going. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been going. I'll edit whatever you need me to edit out, whatever you don't like. Um, but I like to just let it roll and then yeah. hear the organic story, man. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, welcome in to KZ1023's Community Beat, Ross Martinez. I have... An amazing guest right now. We're already in the thick of conversation about 30 minutes in, so whatever. But this is Carl Holloway, the executive director of the May I Community Outreach Program here in Peoria. Um, I got your name from Becky Rosam. Yeah, yeah, great lady. She's great. Amazing, amazing, phenomenal. Amazing. She had nothing but great things to talk about. You're on and off mic. She's like, you need to talk. You need to. He's (laughs) helping the kids. Because we got into conversation of... Prevention, not yeah. reactionary. And it sounds like you are getting right in the thick of preventing them from going over that cliff, from going over to the... Oh, man. It it can happen so fast. In a blink. The, the arguments mm-hmm. that are unresolved lead to violence. Once a kid leaves a, a, the, the presence of the kid he's in a beef with mm-hmm. and he's on the phone, somebody's pulling up. Let me ask you, someone that's seen this, has worked with a lot of kids, has the aggression in us males, has it become worse throughout the years? Because I was born in 89, so I've yeah. seen, yeah. I think I'm about the last generation before. I'm a 60s know, baby. Glocks were really like a big thing. Yeah. We yeah. would still punch around. We'd still get well, locked in the room. Well, Nobody get involved. There's one, two, that's it. Back in my days when I was younger, yeah. the older guys in the neighborhood, they wouldn't allow us to have weapons. You had to get permission from an older guy. And it had to be something that was valid. And if it's something that he could handle and get it squashed, you didn't receive anything. Where was that disconnect? Because I've heard that like from my pops, my uncles, other guys I've known, OGs, right? They've told me some things like that. The last 20 years. What do you think is the problem? Well, it's it's a systemic problem, period. Come on, let's talk about it. I think this is the conversation we have. <laughs> I think the, the the reason why I do this podcast with the community is y'all have a perspective that a lot of cats that have the ability to make the message don't understand. Well, I mean, you know, we can go all the way back to uh, pulling the, uh, starting with the public aid, man, separating the mother from the baby's father, you you can't get public aid until he's out of the house. He can't live there, and you get assistance. Yeah, yeah, it goes. It, it that's a small part of it. Then you take the the resources out of a community, like any uh, warehouse buildings, any job opportunities, uh, anything that's related for uh, connected to younger people or adults, yeah. as far as them. 
uh, being able to uh, take care of themselves uh, through employment. All right. And then somehow drugs just appear out of out of the, you know, quote unquote people. Yeah. 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 Somewhere up there just pop off and just just lands right in a community that's already suffering. Uh, 61605 is the most underserved area in the city. Which one is that? I'm new but, there. But, but, but the most heavily observed area in the city. I'm talking about the south side of Peoria. South side of Peoria, okay. So it's, 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 it's heavily observed, but underserved. What do you mean by that? Think about it. <laughs> The mass majority of law enforcement is probably going to be on the south end. Okay. But the mass majority of resources are not. Huh. Yeah. So, 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 so imagine this. <laughs> I remove a man's ability to be in a warehouse or, or to work or uh, to fend for herself. I remove the resource and the ability to do that. And then, uh, and I'm not just saying Peoria, period. I mean, Chicago. Countrywide, countrywide. Yeah. And, then, and, and, and then I put something that's going to even further help you go in the mud. Here's some dope. Then, and then, and then the, 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 those that make the decisions up top. And then you put rappers out here that make evil and drugs and, and, and drive-bys and beating women and wearing your pants down on your knees, they make all that appear to be fair-seeming to the naked eye of glorifying. a youth, yeah. and they're glorifying it. And so now, it's cool to look like a damn fool, man. Huh. It's cool to have a gun instead of a pencil. It's cool to sag instead of wear a belt. Yeah. It's cool to whoop a woman rather than try to resolve it uh, uh, in a productive manner. Comprehension and communication. Ain't no question. And then if I show you ignorance 23 out of 24 hours a day and you suck it up and you don't have, you haven't identified your own uh, uh, identity, yeah. then you cling on to something else that looks fair-seeming to the eye. I mean, full circle right now, bring it home, you're kidding. Yeah. He saw the stink going in and out and out. He's like, wait a minute. Yeah, like, Dad, what you doing? So it kind of glorifies it in a way. Yeah, so you, you're it making a joint seem like it's cool. Should I go? So you have all these old heads doing similar actions, and then you see the youngest like, are oh, they doing it? And right. they get You behind. see a 40-year-old man at the store sagging. You're 15, right? Yeah. Oh, you OG. Shit, I can sag too then. Yeah. How would you respond? Just devil's advocate for question purposes. Sure. How would you respond to somebody that is not of the life, does not understand, is not from the neighborhoods that we know, that say, well, I, I pick myself up, why can't you? How would you re respond to that? That's you know good, what I mean? Because yeah, there, yeah, there are a good some question. cats that yeah, have that perspective, yeah. like, you know, I, I was so, poor and I came through and I didn't so, do none of this. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and I'm trying to get them to understand this. So Well, you know what? We if the that people theme. that don't get it, don't get it. Uh, yeah. You know, but... Okay, so 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 an individual, everybody, <clears throat> everybody's coming up different. Okay, mm -hmm. we all have choices. We do. Not 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 only with the choices though, we have people that persuade individuals to make choices that they normally wouldn't make on their own. 
I don't know too many young people that make individual decisions like, you know what, by myself today, I'm going to go take a couple cars, do a couple drive-bys by myself. Yeah, you got to get instructed. Yeah, somebody's going somebody's gonna to persuade you. Or you're going to follow somebody else that's doing You're either going to be the leader or the follower. Now, when they get ready to call you the punk word or the bitch, you got to be young manish enough, man enough to say, man, fuck y'all, I ain't going. Yeah, what I ain't around with y'all again care. today. I went to jail with y'all yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still paying for this shit at home. Yeah. I'm still paying for it. So, uh, making the best decision at the right time is hard for some people. It is? It is. Yeah. With lack of resources and, of knowledge, of course. Yeah, and and I don't make excuses for people. Yeah. But people that are hurting... Hurt other people. True. People that are in an F situation, they're going to make effed up decisions. Very true. It's unfortunate, but it happens. When you live with your back against the wall, you're going to take every opportunity you can see. You know, um, and I told my young people, I don't brag about this. I said, I'm in prison and I'm carrying a knife in the joint because I'm worried. Yeah. Now, if I get put in a situation where you got me in a corner, I'm going to have to use it. It's the reality. That's the reality. But then I tell the young people, don't get to that point where you have to look at violence to get out of a situation. I said, now, I got a young man. He uh, he's not in my group, but I go volunteer at the jail, and I see him. I say, um, why do you uh why do you keep being the only one that likes to get the cars and then and and, and and then you go get and influence younger people to ride with you? And then you sit in this thing and you you you, you go poor me every time I come out here, I'm the only one that stays. That's because you're the you're you're the thief hmm. and the influencer of over the other ones. So naturally, they gonna hold your butt in here a little bit longer than they hold little man. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you what I do, man. This with kids and adults. I meet you where you are. If your if your thinking ability or your education is limited, I'm not gonna talk over your head. You know, you want a cool talk? Let's cool talk, man. What's up? Yeah. Oh, what's up, man? You know, yeah. well, hey, Mr. Carl, uh, I was going over my homework today, and you know, and I noticed a couple of things were different than than what it was yesterday. Okay, we can talk like that. Yeah. Ain't no problem. Okay, let's go over it together. Or, man, this motherfucker, man, you know, what's, what's happening? <laughs> How know, can we resolve it? Funny you say that because uh, the man from um, Kendall Johnson, right, from Forward Movement, he had something similar where he was helping with GED programs. And they weren't able to get the message. Like, it was uh, fractions. And he came and he's like, all right, how much do you charge for an eighth? And he hood mathematics up, and they all caught immediately. That's how you do it. So, look. Listen. So, yeah. Is it on? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's on. Yeah. So, a kid tells me, he's, he's in ninth grade. And I says, man, why you don't come to school, man? I'm looking for this kid to get him back. He says, man, I'm a... 
man, I'm finna sell this bag. Man, I'm finna get this bag out here in the street. And I said, really? I said, so what do you mean? He said, I'm gonna be selling some dope. I was like, okay, so let's let's walk through this hypothetically. Just say, for instance, mm-hmm. that's what you were going to do. And I said, so let me think of a title for you since you're not, you, you don't want to go to school, right? He's like, no. Nah. I said, okay, so you don't want to go to school. So that means that you're going to be unlicensed and you're going to be distributing some type of drug. So you're going to be an unlicensed pharmaceutical <laughs> technician. He was like, oh, okay. He's like, okay, yeah, whatever that is. I said, well, look, you ever go in Walgreens or Walmart or Kroger's? Or not Kroger's. You ever go in Walgreens or Walmart and you go in the back and then there's, it says pharmacy up there and you go in there with your parent and she gets her pills or grandma gets her pills and all that? There's usually a young lady or a young man that, that you know, comes out and waits on you and asks what you need and da, da, da. Then there's a person with the white uh, 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 overcoat on that's, that's in the back. He's the pharmacist. The the other staff is the pharmacy technicians. Mm-hmm. They went to school for that. They're licensed to pass out drugs at a store by the state. He's like, oh, okay. So I'm breaking it to him. I said, now let's go over your schooling, which you said you're going to quit, right? So I looked at your math. No, I looked at your English. And you've got an F in English which gives me the notion that you have a very limited comprehension level. And your grammar is limited, and I listen to the way you talk, and it's no offense, but you're failing in that area, okay? Yeah. I said, I looked at your your math. (sighs) Yeah, you got another F in math. I said, now how are you going to weigh this stuff? Yeah. If you can't calculate. <laughs> and even on the scale, you have to be able to punch in the numbers to know what you're talking about in order for it to weigh in the back and do all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of know because I've been in that life before ages ago, some decades ago. So I kind of know what I'm talking about. And, 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 and lastly, I looked at your science score, and, and it's an F. Which leads me to believe you're not going to be a chemist, okay? So I'm going to give you a strong suggestion. Pick another skill, make sure it's productive. Because this one, you're going to fail at. You're either going to be a user or you're going to be a distributor that can't think think, and end up being a killer. There's going to be a bad drug deal one day and you're going to react without thinking. Because you're not a thinker, you're a doer. How do you respond to that? He said, fuck you, and uh, I don't know nothing about him, and mind my own business, and he quit school, and I, I ended up seeing him at the JDC a couple of times, and he just caught a three-year stint. He's down to St. Charles now. How you feel about that? I tried, man. Naturally, I feel bad about it. But every individual I talk to, whether it's, whether it's a youth or an adult, I try to give them some type of words of wisdom mm-hmm. and try to impact them as much as I can. Um, 
I invest three to five minutes in every kid I talk to. Uh, some buy it. They buy into the I want to be productive thing. Some of them say, fuck you, man. Shit, I'm, I'm going to go get this bag. And I got the pistol outside. So, so you done? Are you done? Yeah, yeah I'm done. Okay, motherfucker, I'm gone. Does it impact you a lot when you feel like you've done everything you can and you still can't get to that person? Yeah, because then now I'm, now, I'm, now I'm wondering what did I do wrong or how come I wasn't able to reach you but I can reach your buddy? Huh. And then when we lose a youth, man, that's the tears, man. That's, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a different feeling because I feel like part of me dies when they die. So when you I, see yourself in the kids' Yeah, world. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was at a funeral, was it last year? And uh, some guys were outside with guns looking for the people that was in the funeral that were related to the deceased, man. God, man. Yeah, man. So, I mean, it's serious, man. We are in a very, I feel like a better word, we're in a fucked up period in our society, man. The gun violence is crazy. I mean, I moved from Chicago, and you know you would hear gun violence all the time. I moved down here. I didn't think, I didn't think there was much to it. He's trying to get your attention. Yeah, the uh, you know studio space comes few and far between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we yeah. get in conversation, we get in conversation. Yeah, yeah. No I don't doubt. like to mess that rhythm. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. No, no, we talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We in here now, <laughs> uh, man. But it's like when I moved to Peoria, I didn't think the violence was that much. But then, because, you know, did you see that BuzzFeed article? If you Everybody put, see that coming if in. If you put this, if you put Peoria in a larger city, you put more people, put us in Chicago? Oh, it'd be worse. It'd be worse? If you put us, let me say, if we had the size of people that Chicago had, this place would be insane. So we got a small capital of people, man. So how can we... How can we prevent? What can we do as a community? Like from your experience, all right, everything you're doing at, at May I Community Outreach, right? We're going to get into that a little bit. I want to hear more about this, mm-hmm. your perspective, because I feel like this is the angle a lot of people don't get. People come in, they do interviews, they talk about what they do, cool. But what do you see? And this is what I like to hear more of, because before we get into the actual services you provide and all that, May I... There's a reason why. Well, okay, so I'm gonna be frank, man. You know, I come on, I don't pull no punches. Yeah. If the if the you see the the productive leaders and productive organizations working hand in hand directly together, mm-hmm. and show that we can work as a full at one as one unit, we're moving forward as one unit. The youth repeat what they see. Of course. If the adult life that they see is 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 is, is without one hundred percent peace, yeah. Then why would they be with 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 the peace? And and I heard uh, 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 one of my good brothers said is an old Chinese proverb. If the youth in the village. If youth in the village don't get what they need from the village, they'll burn the damn village down. Yeah. So if you see chaos, mayhem, murder, 
violence, drug abuse, uh, uh, mental health issues, uh, uh, issues with law enforcement. If, if, if you see all this at 15 and no one's showing or directing you otherwise, then you will walk off into that life that you're seeing that might not be productive, but you'll join it. Yeah. You'll join it. As you simulate into it. Yeah. And I feel like we don't really understand that kids pay attention more than we think. Man, yeah, man kids know more things than you think. And they pull up an app <laughs> yeah. in two minutes, man, that you never heard of. I was um I was at Big Brother Big Sister yesterday, right? I'm starting to get involved with that. Mm-hmm. I met with this kid T. He had been in the program three plus years, had one big and you know, she went away and all this. And I asked him, like, all right, man, like, honestly, like, what are you seeing? Like, what's going on behind the scenes? He's like, man, they don't understand. We peep everything. We see it all. We see when they're stressing. We see when they're talking outside. We see when they plotting everything. I'm like, damn, this kid is eight years old. <laughs> eight. He already got it. And he, he, and you can see he's got defensive nature. And it took about an hour of me being there until I broke that wall down. And I'm like, yo, man, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, because like, he, he, he wasn't going to say nothing to you. Yeah, like he was, he had me at arm's distance. But once he understand, I wasn't on my out-of-pocket stuff. Kids sense when you full of shit, man. Oh, yeah. They could tell right away when you inauthentic. They like, what? Yeah. They get just, they just lame on my face, man. Dog, by the time yeah. I left, he's like, you better be my big. I said, all right, cool. Let's make it happen, dog. That's but how you do. those moments when you're able to... Break down a barrier, or at least not break down a barrier. This sounds negative, but it's more when you're able to enlighten somebody yeah. and show them, like, yo, ain't not everybody. You know is. what? They want to know if you care, man. You just here, yeah. you just here for the camera. You yeah. here for the moment. You here for this hour? Yeah. Or they send you, or you court ordered, or you came here because you want to be here, man. Yeah. And when once they sense that you care, care, then that's when the wall decreases. And they ended up, hey, Mr. Carl, you coming back tomorrow? Yeah. Like, yep, yeah. all right, I'll be here tomorrow. And they believe it, but and they listen, trust it. But, but let me tell you something. You don't bring your ass back tomorrow, yeah. you'll never be able to reach that kid again, man. You lost him. That was the moment. Because I'm going to tell you something. Some of their fathers have failed them. Yeah. Some of their uncles have failed them. And even some of their moms have failed them. And then here your ass come as a mentor, another failure. Yeah. So that's when the animosity inside and the, and the anger and abandonment and all that kicks in. And now you want to try to reach him. And he done went through four liars. <laughs> and now you wonder why he got an attitude at school. Four people before you slap me in my face. Yeah. You not going to? Yeah, so you're going to keep pissing on me and telling me it's, it's rain? Yeah. The hell out of my face. Yeah. You're going to be number five? You think I'm going to let that happen? Anger. Get out of my face. Yeah. And that's when the anger comes in. And when you get through all those pillars and you you peel all those layers off of that, that orange and you get all the way down to the core, he's lonely as hell on the inside. And that defense is just what it yeah, is. It's this defense. Is, yeah, this is protection. It's superficial, man. Some of the kids that got, I've met in my life and what I've done, right, some of the kids, some of the ones that have the hardest time opening up are the ones that got the biggest heart. Yeah, they got They've been through so damn much, man. Yeah, but they ain't finna let you get through to them. What techniques have you used 
and you've seen that have been productive getting through to those kids? Just consistency? Following through? Being authentic? Which, you know, it sounds easy, but some people... Each kid is different, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a blessing for me to have been through a lot of the stuff that they're going through now. Having an absent father was was horrible growing up. Mm-hmm. But having the ability to relate to a kid that has an absent father, too, is exceptionally great. Mm-hmm. My dad ain't never around. I was like, mine wasn't either, man. Let me, let me holler at you. For real? You ain't grow up with your dad? Nah. Oh, okay. How's it? How'd it make you feel? And now we talking. My mom worked two shifts. My mom did, too. Yeah, she bowled on the weekends and worked two jobs during the week, man. And I was in the street and getting in trouble. Oh, man, I'll be doing that, too. There's a connection. Okay. Let's, let's chop it up. Let's talk. Yeah. Now, 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 we can't use our dad being absent as an excuse, though, okay? Of course. So, so I'll tell you what. How about I'm going to talk to your mom. How about you hang out with me two, three days a week? And I'll be your kind of, your big brother, your uncle. Yeah. Or, if, or whatever you want me to be. Or Coach Carl, whatever. Matter of fact, what do you like to do? Man, I like to play ball. I'm trying to shoot pool. We're going to do all that. So now, I'm trying to fill in the gaps where the holes are. Yeah. Mom's, mom trying to make ends meet, man. I ain't knocking moms at all. Them double shifts a mug. Then you come home and cook. Come on, man. And you got discipline, and you got to pay the bills. And, and you, you paying the bills. Car break down. Ain't nobody coming through. I got you. Yeah. It's mom. So what I'm going to do is take some of the pressure off mom and then take some of the pressure off the young man so he don't feel like he he out here by himself. You got a 15-year-old coming to school. He done got up, got himself together. He done cooked breakfast and took two of his little brothers to school. And he get there late. You want to ask him why he late? Shit, I've been grown all morning. That's why the hell I'm late. Yeah. Now. So we provide stability. Yeah. We provide the foundation. So what would you say to adults? Meet a kid where they are. No, I mean like adults like us, right? Yeah. That want to help. That want to be a part of it. But our little... Hesitant. uh, Hesitant, trepidatious, whatever word you want to go with, right? Yeah. But they're a little hesitant to get involved. You know what? What would you say to them to like, come on, man, just come on, get off your ass, help us out? Well, you know what? There, there, There are several ways. You can donate time. You can donate energy. You can even sit and help write programs for organizations and and sit in your office and do it. Or you can say, hey, I'm going to send, you know, $20 worth of food over there a week or, you know, 50 suckers or, you know, I'll send over, uh, you know, backpacks or, you know, whatever. There's a multitude of ways to help. If you don't want to be physically involved, Mm -hmm. then donate some time. I got a guy, he doesn't say much, big, tall black dude. 
he just comes to the gym once a week or the classroom. He just stands there and sits and, and he'd be like, Mr. Carl, who was that big dude? I said, oh, he just came to check in, make sure we're doing all right over here. Man, he big. <laughs> and he kind of sets the tone, man. He's, hey, y'all keep it down. Oh, he be talking, too. And then his presence, man. He just there. He just there. And he said, man, I don't really be having a lot to say to him, so I'm just observing. I said, brother, you just did a million-dollar thing, man, without spending a nickel. Your presence is priceless, brother. It's small things that people don't understand. The smallest. I got a a, a brother that called me about two months ago. Uh He said, man, hey, man, I want to do something, man. I work third shift. And, and, and I'm so tired when I get off, and, and I get off at 7, and, you know, by the time I get up, man, everything's closed. Your group's done with, you know, the school's closed. He said, what can I do in the mornings? Yeah. I said, man, bro, I'm glad you asked me that. I said, what street you live on? And he told me. I said, what street is it connected to? He told me. I said, that's a bus stop. Go sit at that bus stop from 7 to 8.30 in the morning and make sure don't nobody bother those kids before they get on the bus. I really like that. He texts me about a weekend. He said, man, I noticed some weird cars be pulling up. And they sit there. They don't drop off kids and they don't pick none up. But they like pervs. They like perverts. So they ride slow and all that. I said, yeah. See, but they see you there. You, you're the safety net Yeah. for all those kids every morning. He said, man, I didn't know I could do that. I said, yeah. You help save a life every day that you're at that corner. I love that so damn much. See? Everybody can do something. It's as simple as back in my hometown, they used to have... So I grew up in like Pilsen, Bridgeport area in Chicago, right? Um, But I had a bunch of people that were in Inglewood, Southside, right? In the Wild 100s. So what they would do it every morning and at the end of every school day, the entire community would come out Walk the entire path you walking back. Yeah. There's an adult at every stop, every stop, every corner. Every they making corner. sure they walking to and from that not, corner. Not to supervise them, no, but to make sure all the food the stuff ain't. Yeah, yeah, that everything's copacetic. Yeah, ain't nobody picking up no shorties here, man. And I just remember I'm looking at, it, I'm driving by, I'm like, damn, look at the like, unity. That's the community. That's the community. That's prevention. That's prevention. That's not reactionary. That's not. Oh no, he he's oh, back man. in prison again. Oh yeah. no, I guess we gotta help with this. It's yeah. ah. send him some commissary. No, this is a hold on. We are gonna protect this light. Now you want to talk about prison? You want to help a dude that's in prison? Hmm. Impact his kids while he's gone. <laughs> Be a community. Where did we lose this sense of community? Because we people love to say we're a community, we're a family, uh, yeah, community strong, Chicago strong, yeah. pure, proud. You know what I mean? Where where do we lose this? I don't know, man. Um, the, the, uh, let me tell you the three things everybody has to have if they're going to help in the community. For one, you have to have compassion for what it is you want to do. Two. You need the commitment. And then lastly, three, she's got to be consistent. 
I can't help kids one day a week and six days don't call me. Yeah. You know, I I can't go be a, a crossing guard on Monday and the next four days I'm off. Huh. I mean, if, 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 and then, and, 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 and then two weeks later, when the kids have gotten used to you, your check wasn't right or whatever happened, or even if they're not paying you or whatever, you decide you're going to quit. And then they don't have a crossing guard for a few months. And and, and some little kid that was depending on seeing you every morning, which made his day. Could be trivial to you, like, ah, I'll do it tomorrow. But that one day could be a lot. Man, I'm telling you, man, it's so much presence. Your presence is impact. But do you ever get burnt out? Of course. I was Saturday. I was burnt out. Do you just keep trucking? No. You know what happened? Talk to me. My body quit. I was at home. I had two events I was going to go to. Uh, paid to go to a ball. My wife and I. Man, my body shut me down about eleven thirty in the morning. I got up. It was Sunday. Just exhausted. Done exhausted. It. I've been going into prisons, going into jails, working the schools, mentoring at night doing home visits in between that, running around Saturday and Sunday, then doing stuff with my wife, taking her out of town every other weekend, and and, and, and then I'm running. So then your body says, hey, 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 I'm tired. How do you deal with that? Like, physically, you're, you're tired, right? Mentally, you're probably exhausted, drained. You're taking all these emotions, all these vibrations from the world, the frequencies, you're experiencing everything, the great really bad is there a part of you that's like shit I'm tired I need a day but I need to be out there how do you yeah. deal with that every night I, I, I gotta take one I gotta take one and then I got two mentors do you I, feel selfish taking those moments though yeah. just ask it man to man cause no, I know well, there's moments where I take a day off and I'm like damn I feel bad yeah because the calls I get are like man I need a you but my body needed me to sit down because I'm going to tell you something. If I don't take care of me, I can't help take care of you. Yeah. But I had to find that out, though, because, you know, I'm like a go train. Go, 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 yeah. go, go, go. You know, there's no stop sign. And then your body be like, <laughs> today's your day off. Yeah. Right in the middle of a Saturday with, with a still an agenda left. You got to listen. <laughs> you walk down the steps and you falling. Yeah, it's time to sit down. I'm saying, God has a way. We're we're telling you, like man, he. Right, I'm tell you, hey, when he says it's halt time, it's halt time. <laughs> Sit down, man. Yeah, yeah. So I get yeah. to school Monday. I, I get to work, and they say, well, "What happened to you Saturday? We had this set up. We had that set up. We had your table together. You didn't even come." Yeah, it's like, man, my body. I was tired. <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, you don't get tired. <laughs> yeah, okay. Everybody get tired. The Lord took. <laughs> But see, <laughs> you know, I used to use this old theory. Well, I ran the streets 20 hours a day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was decades ago, 55 now. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm running the streets now, but it's to help the community. You know, but you still get tired, man. You're you talking know? two mentors. Who are these people? Oh, I have a mentor that uh, he mentored my sons in my absence. And now he mentors me. <laughs> it all just sits right there. The story. Come on, there. man. The story it's, is there. Hey, the the, the creators in in, in, in in full control. Hmm. My other mentor is younger than me. That's crazy, right? 
but uh, he does a lot of national speaking. And he took me on a speaking engagement uh, out of out of state, and I, I appreciated that. And he, he exposed me to, you know, a lot of uh, prominent things. So anyway, he took me out of state, and he says, "I need you to speak at some of these schools with me." He gave you the opportunity to shed some light. And he was like, "Man, that was phenomenal, man." So yeah, I I reach out to him, and and check in and see um, where he's at, and and um, my own point, you know. And he's like, you're doing a phenomenal job, man. Just just keep going. Just keep going. Get your rest, yeah. but keep going. And, and and so I reach out to both my mentors regularly. Good. And check in, you know, because I want to make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And that I ain't out of pocket. You know, then I, every now and then I, I, I call and I say, hey, man, well, I've been working on this, this one kid, and I'm trying to do this, and I do that. What do you think? He was like, well, you know, hey, try this. Love this. You know, if that don't work, then then call me. But won't you try that? Because I got one of these in his sixties. And then I got one that just turned forty. And I'm fifty five. You get the full range of perspective. Man, come on, man. man. And then I talk to the kids every day. And you be learning every day from man, a child. the lingo. Come on, man. You know why? Because even though the world has tainted them a little bit, they still have a very pure intention in the heart where it's I just want to be accepted. For who I am as an and, individual. And, and, and I'm going to tell you something. They want to make sure that you solid on the inside. Yeah. Because if you're a superficial dude, oh, they, they have they, no respect they, for you. Authenticity, I think is what they call it. Yeah, man. They, man, that dude fugazi, man. You can tell when someone's... Uh, They'll uh, let you know. Uh, Boo-boo stuff. You can tell real They'll quick. They'll let you know this dude full of it, man. Oh, hell yeah. You know, they're like, oh, that's... That's Coach Carman. That's Mr. Carman. He cool. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Man, I'm taking. Let me tell you something. I'm down in the area, man. It's dark. Mm-hmm. And it, it ain't looking good. And um, one of the young men that I that I know, he said, Mr. Carl, you uh, you not here looking for somebody? I was like, yeah. He said, well, you might want to check on them tomorrow, man. There's stuff going on right now. You might want to leave. You ain't got to tell me but once. That's it. You did. And I leave, and I hear about what went on the next day. See, that's a blessing, man. He ain't had to tell me nothing. But see, that's the respect that they have and the relationship that I built with him. You trust him. And see, I tried to pull him to this side to, to, to you know, to be productive and all that. I mean, but he, he made his own choice. But what he hasn't forgotten. He tried to work with Mr. Carl tried to work with me. Tonight I'm going to spare him. Won't you leave? It's a very interesting notion of respect that a lot of people that have not lived a life, have not been raised in the neighborhoods, mm-hmm. or let's be honest, skin tone. Yeah. You don't understand that that means a lot of respect. Yeah, and, 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 and a lot of the areas I go in, I wasn't even raised in them areas. But they respect me because they know I care about them. Uh, man. I got a kid. He, hey, he, man, man I'm, I'm hungry, man. Uh, you know, uh, I want to go to school, but, you know, I'm, I'm hungry and I'm late. Let's go get a biscuit, man. What you yeah. want? Sausage? Biscuit? Yeah. Sausage and eggs? Let's go. <laughs> For real, man? Yeah, I'm coming to get you. Let's go. Oh, you going to school. 
If it costs me a biscuit and an egg to get you to school, you're going to be a biscuit and egg head all week. But see, that's the thing that people don't get, man. And I hope people... You got to get it in I order to get it, man. We are, what, like maybe four episodes into this podcast, and I hope it every ep is something. And it comes down to a small little act of kindness. Like last night, Big Brother Big Sister, right? I'm talking about this because I... I love Big Brother Big Sister. Yeah. I'm a huge proponent of They're huge. there needs to be mentorship. You yeah. need to have somebody that's has some ounce of understanding of this world mm-hmm. with compassion. Yeah. Like this kid, he had four slices of pizza. This man's skinny, man. And he's like, You gonna have your slice of pizza? Mind you, yeah, I want my pizza, dog. Like I want my little Caesars. I'm here. Right. But he's looking at it and I ain't touch it yet. I'm like, come on, go ahead. His brother, and he's like, nah, man, nah, nah, he eats enough. But I look at him like, maybe he don't eat a lot. He did talk about he had 12 people in the household. And then the best thing about it, as he's leaving, right, his brother leave first. His younger brother come back. Mr. Martinez, thank you so much for the pizza. Thanks, man. I'm like, oh, shit, all right, you're going to give me a tear up a little bit, man. I like yeah. it. Yeah. As men, we do need male role models. I remember there's an instance... I was sagging my pants early grade school. My pop saw that shit. Pull up, slap me across the head. I had the jersey on backwards. Change your shit right now. Yes, sir. My mom, too. I've had plenty of mentors in my life that have redirected once I get a little bit lost. Yeah, that's what that's what they're there for. You notice the first three letters of mentor? <laughs> I've never... That's the first time I've ever heard someone say that. Come on, man. I think this brings us to the main hey, reason you're here man, besides I'm, I'm in the tune. I'm in tune with the man up top, man. I get everything from him. This brings us to the main reason you're here. Let's yeah. talk about it. Yeah. The May I Community Outreach. How long have you been a part of it now? This is my, we're going on our fifth year. February will be our fifth year. Fifth year. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about it, man. Five years. What have you learned? What have you oh, man. understood from the community? Um, what uh, preconceived notions you thought you were going to do that had to be adapted to? Take me through. Well, Come I on, thought, man. I, look, I thought it would be easier to get in and and try to do a service in the community. With um, the children? Or community in general? The community in general. You know, you have those that, that are say yay, and you, you have those that oppose um, so, you know, so, you know, you, you work with what you have and you, you connect with people that are connectable and, and share the same goals and mission that you do. My thing is this, if you're doing anything in the community, mm-hmm. make sure your mission is bigger than your ego. Well, Yeah. I mean, you would think that's common sense. <laughs> common, common sense. All right, never mind. I just think you know what? That's I a like whole to live an authentic lifestyle, and I <laughs> yeah. like to assume. But I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Okay, Come on. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. So, um, so yeah, yeah. In doing this, um, there's been some trials and tribulations, um, but none of the other. Nonetheless, my main goal is. Reach a kid, impact them, and take them to the next level. So I try to reach a kid no matter where he is. You meet him where he's at. Yeah, I meet him where he's at, man. You're mad about something. 
you leaking in something, you have a need, if I can help provide it. If I don't, then I get on the phone. I needed some sneakers for a kid that was wearing flip-flops to, to the gym. I got on the phone. I say, man, I need some size eights. Three, four cars pulled up. Where to do that? Yes. Like, I got them. I love that. Yeah, they, they pull up. They got the shoes, man. Ain't no receipts or none of that. They just like, hey, let's go. They know I don't need them. <laughs> I'm wearing tens. You're like, come yeah. on. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'm, I mean, so individuals awesome, that are. awesome, though, man. Listen, come on. Individuals that are on the same page that you're on, they're going to meet you halfway while you're meeting the kids. Yeah. Period. Coat season come up. Man, ain't going to be a kid in period without a coat. Backpack season ain't going to be a kid in the city without a backpack. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the 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 resources and the people are there. I just wish for one moment mm-hmm. that we all got together. Say one leader from each organization and got together and said, now what can we all do together as a unit that we're trying to do individually as an organization? Ooh, how can we do this? Because I'd be down to help out. Now you talking about impactful. Collectively unionizing everybody under what? one umbrella. Like, come on, let's make this happen. Let's make this happen. How many how many organizations do we have in Peoria right now? Oh, I, I, I can't even count. Oh, man. there's so many? Oh, my. We'd be here for two weeks talking about it. There's plenty of organizations here. I feel like of the people I've met, and I've yet, I've, there's more people I have coming in to do episodes, all right? The common message I'm hearing about everybody is this similar thing, that they want to collaborate, that they want to. What's preventing that? We all just need one person to say, all right, give me your Google calendars. Let's make this happen. (laughs) Or do you need some egos to leave the damn building? Okay, well, then that's where we at. If you leave the egos at the door, man, I I think a lot more can get done. Okay. Seriously. I I work with anybody. If I work with kids every day, you know, I, I can work with anybody, and, and it doesn't matter to me. As long as you're productive, you have a mission, and you don't mind doing the work. Yeah. You're not going to send me emails all day and tell me you're working. <laughs> hey, look what I'm doing. Get the hell know, out I sent 132 here. emails today. Yeah, and, and, and I try to save 11 kids while you're in your office. But, you know, I'm not going to compare impact. Yeah. But the work is out here, man. The work is out here. So we speak in work, right? May I? Mm-hmm. Some areas that you guys have that I've seen uh, reducing recidivism. Yeah. Uh, I get a handful of gentlemen that, that come home from incarceration and they reach out. Uh, I do some volunteering in the, in, in the prisons and, you know, I, I let them have a way to contact me by emails. And they reach out. They send me resumes or I Ooh. help with resumes. And uh, I, I know some people that are connected with certain jobs and, Hey, I'll send the brothers out there, man, or wh- whoever comes to me. And whatever they're lacking in, let's improve that. Let's send it in. Let's get to work. Okay. I like that. You know. Um, trying to help change lives. We're, we're trying. We're trying. The um, attempt is, is what matters, to um, be honest. Now, the youth coming out of the juvenile system, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. We try to get them acclimated in school. Um, get their job readiness together, their career readiness, mm-hmm. and get them in the workforce. If they can do, I told a young oh, man. make I, it like us, circular, like, all right, we're going to help you out, but you need to come back and help out our kids. Now, the kids that succeed 
I require them to come back. Yes. Now, this is your second year. You, you've been doing everything correct. You graduated. You work at the hospital. You got your little car. Cool. Come back and talk to the, the 13 and 14-year-old yeah. that's struggling to get to where you are. You building a community. <laughs> yeah. And so then we got and then we got young mentors mentoring the young mentors. Makes yeah. sense? I mean, I'm looking at the core areas you got here, right? You got workforce development, reentry assistance, violence prevention, mental health, mentoring, coaching, youth justice, justice advocacy, life skills, health improvement. It sounds like it's a one-stop shop to help build somebody. And, well, you know what? And, and what we don't have, we refer. Yeah. I ain't the big guy, little you. I'm Look, what you got over there? Okay, you got the, the training for such and such job. Hey, we all going to send everybody over there. Yeah, I ain't gonna try to do everything. Shit, if you want, if you if somebody want to learn how to be a radio DJ, you hit me up. I'm sending you over there. Go, let's go. Then we'll do an intern, put a program together. We'll make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah, that's how it works. I'm with. That's how it works. So I was talking to some community colleges, and I say, y'all got a lot of programs for uh, juniors and seniors, right? I said that's awesome. Let's start one for middle school. He said earlier. They said middle school. I said, yeah. You catch a kid at 12, 13 and, 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 and share some career opportunities with him. Shit, nine years old. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, young. But, well, you never yeah. know, man. Yeah. Kids smarter than I, we think. I got some eight-year-olds in my group. Um, they're kind of undecisive in, or indecisive on, on what it is that they want to do. But still providing them uh, an imagery but, of yeah, the imagery, yeah. men that are about the business. That are about giving back, that are compassionate, understanding, that have wisdom to give and are willing to provide time and consistency. What's this one I'm looking at? Teens and Trades. The small program that, that I, I was... I like that. You're teaching the skills. I, but no, I was able to slide a few of the young men that I know. That's him fixing a lawnmower. And, and, and into Ooh, a program that's already existing, right? And, uh-huh. and, and I got a caller that says, hey, I got a few slots, man. If you got a couple... Teens that are interested in learn how to do automotive and uh, engine repair and and uh, carpentry and taking apart and repairing pressure washers and all. What? Yeah, how many? They gave me a, a small number and I say, hey, I got them. Let's go. Yeah. It's like, well, hey, um, can you grab them? I was like, yeah. It was like every Tuesday. Let's yeah. go. Dude, I'm I'm 32, about to be 33. I still Facetime my father. I'm like, hey, pop. I'm fixing this. Can you be on the phone as yeah. I teach me real quick? Yeah. Oh, and my body, like, I love it. I'm telling you, man. Um, there, there's an organization, 100 Black Men, that says what they see is what they'll be, right? Of course. So if you're showing them productive things on a consistent basis outside of school, then they don't have time to worry about the negative things. I I I I, I put this model together. Hmm. If we increase the positive options, maybe it'll decrease the negative actions. Fill the cup up more good than bad. Yeah. So I'm filling this kid up. You filling him up, and everywhere he stopped during the week, he getting to fill up. Productive filler. Just positivity. Positivity. At least just positive. And then on the weekends, he got open gym here or church on Sunday or picnic at the park Saturday or 
bowling, skating, all that. So you're giving them seven days of full activity, right? TLC. Yeah. So how much time he got to mess up? He'll be there, but if he's seen all this positive They're like, man, where you going today? Man, I'm finna go skating. Oh, skating for girls. Well, call me what you want to. I ain't going to jail yeah. with y'all. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny because, like, growing up to this day, as a man to be called the bitch B-word, right? We take great offense to that. And I'm like, yo, well, I don't care. You could think that. I'm still going to go to sleep happy with my dog next to me. I ain't no question. Yeah, ain't no question. All this can change. You could be playing PlayStation at 3.30 yeah. and laying in a station at 4.30. It could change very quickly. Without the play. Or you could end up six under. Easily. A blink of an eye. I told a young man, he says, he said, Mr. Carl, man, why you stay on my heels, man? I said, I'm glad you asked that. I said, I stay on your heels so I can keep the shackles off your ankles. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I said, look. Oh, if, that's good, man. If, but listen, if you continue <sighs> down the negative path, you end up with two choices, man. The cage or the casket. You don't want either. Don't have to choose. Don't even go down that road. And then you get out there to the jail and, oh, man, I was in the... Yeah, you looking at... Boy, you jacked your whole life off in 10 seconds. They say the uh, the two wealthiest places in this universe is uh, a graveyard and a prison cell. Left potential. Yeah. Could be doctors. I, let me tell you something. Anything. I I met some of the sharpest men. You are not the first person to tell me In this. my entire life while I was locked up. I'm talking about genuinely just, like, dude, you got a doctorate or something? Nah. Naturally freaking geniuses. Mm-hmm. But we put that time and energy into non-productive skills. My, skills. My mom told me when I was doing my time, and she said, son, let me tell you something. If you spent half as much time being productive as you do counterproductive, you'd have been rich a long time ago. Has your mom seen this version of you? Oh, she loves it. That's great. She loves it. I'm glad yeah. you got the experience. Yeah, she's uh, she's she's one of my motivators, man. That's amazing. Yeah. Do yeah. you feel like? Do you feel like you repaid the community a little bit for what you yeah. done? Yeah. Would you still feel like you got debt to pay out? I'm still paying because I essentially, I owe the creator. Yeah, we all do. So. That's I'm a still, tab. Look, I'm still paying my debt, man, you know. Anything um, you got above the ground, he added to that tab. Yeah, so, so who is that? I think Muhammad Ali says uh, the rent you pay on earth is humanity. Mm-hmm. And um, doing community, man. Doing community work. That's your rent that All you right. pay. Before we head out of because we were already like an hour 20. I feel like, we could, I feel like you and I could talk for at least four. Oh, man. Easy. Easy. This conversation dialogue, I'm going to have you back out. Yeah, no Actually, doubt. Actually, what I want to do is I want to come out. Uh, you said you right across the street, right? 
No, no, I'm at Carver and uh, Carver Carver Center. It's right there. I'll, I'll give you the address. Seven Ten uh, Percy Baker Drive. Some information because I yeah. definitely want to go and check. Yeah, this Mondays out. or Wednesdays, four thirty to six thirty. Oh, I can make that. I could definitely make either, that. Either, either, or then Tuesdays we're at. Uh, no, no, no. It's Mondays and Wednesdays. Okay, yeah. Well, I, yeah, we're gonna link up. We're gonna do this. But yeah. A question I want to ask. I have absolutely. All this. Right. We're an hour twenty-two. We've heard the story. We've heard the triumphs. We heard the failures. We've heard the bounce back. We've heard the motivation. We've heard the child, the mom now happy, everything in the community. Why? I was that same kid. Lost. And letting the streets mold me. Uh. So now that God has changed my way of thinking and living, it's my duty to go back and save those. I, I said this about going to prison. <laughs> I said, God will take you out of the mud, rinse you off, and clean you up and send you back in the mud to help the others. Yeah. And that's what I feel is my duty and my purpose. It's good. Period. Okay. And, and and I'm gonna tell you something. People call me with things that they think I should do. I said, Are you crazy? Carl, you should preach. For what? Yeah, eighty some churches in period. They got eighty some preachers. And 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 and, and Lastly, that's not, not my, that's not my assignment. See, when God gives you your assignment, you know, stop letting people give you temporary duties. <laughs> I ain't hey, you, you should do this. <laughs> I love your sayings, man. I hey, swear. You, you sh- <laughs> hey, you should be doing. You should be a truck driver. So when God gives you a duty, He gives you an assignment. He give you an assignment. People give you temporary duties. When God give you an assignment, don't let people distract you with temporary duties. Oh, I love that so much. Damn. I'm, I'm telling you, and, and, and people do it. But how, how can you figure out what is a temporary duty and what is a stone to the journey? Well, well, okay. You look at what he has you doing. Okay, so I'm mentoring uh, youth and some adults, okay? And somebody says, oh, you should have a, a, a basketball team or uh, you should coach football and Man, God, he didn't put me here to do that. I ain't no football player. I ain't no <laughs> basketball player. I dibble with both of them. But I do know that my life of experience is stemmed around dealing with the youth and trying yeah. to impact the other people. Okay? Yeah. I, can't, I, ain't playing no ba- I ain't playing no basketball. I ain't coaching no basketball team. And I'm not going to coach no football team. And I'm not going to be no minister. I'm not going to be no preacher, okay? So I'll go up there and, 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 and cite some verses and speak on a topic, and then I'm getting down and go home and do what I'm supposed to do with these youth, okay? Now, your journey and your assignment is laid out. Now, somebody comes along and says, man, you should be a, a, a weatherman. Well, <laughs> where'd that come from? No, people have their own assignments. Yeah. And they push them off on you. You know what you should be? Uh, do you know what you should be? See, like, this is why I do what I do. I feel like I got a voice to 
give people the opportunity. Yeah, then you got personality. Look. Well, that's not my exercise. <laughs> a, 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 a person without personality yeah. can't do a personality uh, job. Well, that's true. You know, you, you got I people. Mean, you can, but yeah. Yeah, 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 but you, you'll be horrible at it. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, he sucked. <laughs> you know you what I'm saying? The personality out of the alley. And, yeah, and, like, and then look, you ever try something that you thought was what you're supposed to be doing? Yeah. And then it fails. Oh yeah. Man. And you be wondering, well, man, how that happen? I I was gonna be, I should be good at this. Yeah. Who said? You. That's hmm. not him. Hmm. Man's advice. God's plan. <laughs> God's plan. Ah uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you see, look. <sighs> Yeah. We make curves, man. And God want us in alignment. You are gold for these sayings, my man. I appreciate it. But 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 it's serious. It is. You know what I'm saying? You got a one-way street you're going down, right? Your ass want to turn around. Yeah. Who told you? You get distracted by, oh, wait, what's that? Wait, 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 wait. Was that a light back there? You end up crashing. You deterred. Now your journey's a little bit arduous. You, you, you hit a deer. You didn't hit a deer because somebody called you and said, turn around. You down here texting on your phone where you should be paying attention. Yeah, snow, skid, everything. Yeah. You're like, damn, not a deer in the front seat with you, kicking you. So how do you stay? I know I said one last question, but every time we talk, it's something yeah. else. But so like, how do you stay in that vision? How do you stay in that light? Well, you, I pray a lot. I, man, without that, I, I, I would be nothing. And then I got a beautiful wife that that's God given, right? She prays over me. And I learn every day from the kids. When I know that they like, thanks, Mr. Carr, hey, next week, yeah, it was absolutely. You know, we now when Monday come, is, we coming back Wednesday? Absolutely. Yeah. If it was up to me, by the staff. I do this seven days a week in my sleep. I'd have something for these kids to do every day. Every day. Movie night, card night, uh, computer night. Board games, whatever. Board games. Tug of rope, whatever. Hoop. Football practice, whatever. Yeah. Seven days a week. That's something around. different. You know, horseback riding on Sundays after church. Yeah. So why not? Yeah, so why not? See, so eventually. So, but look, if I connect with another organization, I'll do three days, you do four. Well, I'll do four, you do three. Yeah, How about we do that? One day, one day. And I see, I'm thinking about it. And normally, you think about something and you share it. So so before you do it, somebody will. Because they know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you throw it out there. Yeah. The best way to get something started, if you can't do it, Put share it. Out. Put it in the universe. I see. Somebody gonna be like, "Shit, I'm gonna start that right now." Let me ask you, <laughs> um, people that want to get involved, because I know this guy wants to get in here and do his, his stuff. Man, I can talk to you for hours. We're gonna have to yes, do this again. So, whenever you're ready, man. People that want to get involved with Mayai Community Outreach, how can they get a hold of you? Where should they go? Tell me everything for contact information. And the best way, um, call me, shit. 309. <laughs> you said that like straight from the Chicago cab from the South Side. Like, hey, call me, dog. 309-472-3958. Okay. Or, you know, everybody don't want to, I don't know what this thing is about numbers. But anyway, so email. 
Let's just do the email, man. Uh, I'll put this in the uh, the bio of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so we'll do just, just May I Community Outreach at gmail.com. All right. And where are you guys located at? Uh, we we service our youth out of the Carver Center, Carver Community Center, George Washington Carver Community Center in Peoria, Illinois. Oh, Everybody knows where it's at, man. Yep. Yeah, so we're there two days a week, and uh, and uh, then uh, I'm all over town the other days. All right, one last call to action. You've been saying that for about an hour, man. <laughs> one last call. Because I feel like. Yeah, we chopping I, it. I, we chopping bits up, but like, yeah. if there's somebody still on the hook, right? They're not fully invested in, or like they're a little suspicious, like, is he really about it? Blah, blah. What's your last thing to tell them? Like, yo, just be about it. Come check it out one time. Come help the kids. Well, what you, you said that person on the hook, not really ready to like invest in? But really, just pop in. Pop in and see. You ain't got to say nothing to me. Just say, I just came to observe. Pop in, see what we do. See the reaction from the youth. Um, and get a gist of the the impact that we're trying to put in the, in, in the community. And uh, you see the passion from the kids. Yeah. You know, and and you know they enjoy being there. So you, you keep and we keep. 25 to 28 kids, youth, in one room for two hours. No conflict, safe, free, crime free for two hours. Safe space. That's a safe space, man. And then they know that they can go there two, three days a week. That's cool. And then some of them, they go to other programs the other days yeah. where they're in a safe space. So it's a lot of kids that don't want to be out there in that mess. They don't want to be out late at night by themselves on on, on on a bad trip. Yeah. Okay? So when you come along with stuff like this, hey, can you do another? They asking me for another day. I'm like, man, I, you know what? When I get some funding and hire somebody, we'll add days. Okay. Because if I can do that, I'm going to add two more days, man. They'll be like, man, we there all week. All you want to do is prevention. Yeah, and then some intervention when it's necessary. Yeah. But but, it, but the it, name of the game is prevention. Yeah. You know, you catch kids, you know, before yeah. they do something. But even the ones you can't catch, you bring them back. Yeah. Or, you know, and if you I can't do it, I'm going I'm to I'm 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 send you to somebody. I'm going to yeah. send you to somebody that can help you. So if you're listening, just volunteer to be that somebody. That's it. The community needs to be a community. I don't need nothing from you. Help them. I like that. All right. That's the line we're going out. Uh, the executive director of the May I Community Outreach Program. This right here, my new man, Carl Holloway. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate dude, your time and energy. Dude, this is a good conversation. Hey, dope. Yeah. No, hey, I'm for real. Send me the information. I'm the, I'm about Yeah, y'all finna send it to you. I'm one of them's out of pocket. I'm coming. And it ain't for photo op purposes. <laughs> hey, I got you. <laughs> All right, this has been another episode of KZ1023's Community Beats. That right there, Executive Director Carl Holloway of the May I Community Outreach Program. I'm Ross Martinez. We'll talk to you next time. Peace out.